It is for your good that I leave you. The words of Jesus to us. My words to you. The art of leaving holds a deep truth. The importance of absence. I'm going to illustrate this. Um, So my past week has been uh, greatly influenced by a meeting called Annual Conference, if we could show a slide of that. So once a year, (laughs) Annual Conference, uh, Methodists from uh, Central to South Texas gather in a meeting this year, it's in Corpus Christi, and there are about 1,200 delegates, half clergy, half lay, and there's worship services, and there's teaching, and there's business sessions, and here's our, our Bishop Robert Schnazy preaching at one of those worship services. And so, and an important thing, not the most important thing happening, was that as a part of annual conference this year, they allowed me, they voted that I could retire, okay? So we can see a picture of that. Uh, so there's Bishop Snazy with Kathy and me, um, and they give me a certificate. It's out there in the narthex if you want to see it. 39 years of ministry, and they give you this piece of paper. And um, at, at this worship service, I got three minutes, three minutes of video to summarize 39 years of ministry, <laughs> You'll get to see the video at the end. Wait for it. It's really good, okay? So, (laughs) anyhow, um, I thought I'd start practicing the ministry of absence, (laughs) the importance of being absent. So, on Saturday morning, um, I skipped the conference sessions. (laughs) We have a slide of that. Kathy and I went out. (laughs) Kathy and I went out to uh, Padre Island National Seashore. If you've ever been there, it's just it's wonderful. This this park and. Uh, I love walking along the seashore and hearing the sound of the waves and feeling the wind over me. And it just so happened that this Saturday morning, they were releasing Kemp Ridley turtles. Yeah, you may not know this, but they're making a comeback. They've had more nests they found this year than they have in a long, long time. And this particular morning, they were releasing 108 of these little critters, Okay. And yeah, do you see them? She's holding up three like this because out of those 108, there were three still trying to find their way. Now, you would think they would just take a bucket full of these and just throw them into the water. No, that's not how it's done. (laughs) You see, it's very important the way they release these turtles. Several yards back from the seashore, they set them carefully down on the ground And these turtles are heliotropic. That's a fancy word for they are stimulated by the light of the sun. So they release them at sunrise, and the sun comes up, and they start moving their little flippers, and they start heading for the water. This is very important because they need to get this imprinted in their tiny little brains that this is where I'm going to come back and raise my children. Really? Isn't this beautiful? What these park rangers are doing, they didn't try to rescue all of them as they head into the waves. They let them go. They left them alone. They trusted them to a higher power, to our creator, God. And I love it that the turtles are motivated by the sun. (laughs) S-U-N, S-O-N. 
the importance of being absent, of leave-taking, of letting go. We sometimes need to get out of the way so that God can be God, right? You, you know this. Um, I'm, I'm going to illustrate some, some other examples from, uh, from annual conference this year. So uh, one of the days of the conference, there's this uh, uh, you, man who came up to me and he said, I'm Kelly Moore. And I had an instant flashback. I was in 1979 again when I was the associate pastor at St. John's United Methodist Church here in Austin. And Kelly was a youth in our youth group. And Kelly is now a lay delegate from Sierra Vista United Methodist Church in San Angelo. He's in his 50s. (laughs) And he hugs me and he says, you were important to me. You had a big influence upon my life. It's just the best pay you get as a pastor. But what if I had tried to dictate Kelly's life all of these years? No, it wouldn't have worked, right? We have to be absent so that God can be more present. I got to talk to uh, the associate pastor at Portland First United Methodist Church. That's the church I served just before coming here. I got to stay there 10 years uh, while I was pastored down there, the church moved from its tiny, hidden, two-point-acre site to 15 acres along a major highway right next to the high school. Wonderful time. We, get, we got to go through two building phases while we were down there. I was talking to the associate pastor, Kevin, and uh, he was telling me, uh, we're about to build our third building phase. I was going, oh, great, that's wonderful. He goes, it doesn't fit your master plan that you developed all those years ago. I go, oh! <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, I understand. Because I have to be absent. I have to get out of the way in order for God to be more present. Get this. Our leaving creates space for God's spirit to come. That's what Jesus said. It's for your good. It's to your advantage that I leave. So the Holy Spirit can come. Our absence makes it more possible for God to be present. There's a a wonderful Dutch theologian who died many years ago, but I I love all of his writings. Henri Nouwen, if you ever pick up anything by Henri Nouwen, it's terrific. His phrase for this was two words, articulately absent. (laughs) Articulately absent. You know this in your own lives. Uh, Children, wouldn't you just love it for your parents to come to school with you every day? (laughs) No, especially as you go through middle school. Please drop me off a couple blocks. I don't want to be seen with you. Please leave me alone, right? Even couples. Um, as Kathy and I prepare for retirement, we've been talking with other couples. I was visiting with uh, a woman, and she said, oh, retirement, we made that work. She said, I have my part of the house. He has his part of the house. And sometimes we just need that distance, you know, so the Spirit can come in our absence. Friends, you know this. You can't be with your friends all the time, and your heart does grow fonder in the midst of absence, as you hold them in your prayers, as you hold them in your memory. And dying. We have these beautiful flowers here. 
Uh, we had a memorial service for Edie Musgrove, wonderful, uh, longtime member of this church. We had that service here yesterday and just brought to my mind all those times I've been with people doing the ministry with the dying. And, and here's the, the great truth. I have seen it sometimes where that person who's in that act of dying will wait for somebody to show up and then they will release and die. But I have also seen it, this is equally true, I have seen it where people who are actively dying will wait until everybody leaves the room and then they will let go and die. The importance of being absent so that God's Spirit can come. You know this to be true. We have a meal here at this table. We call it communion, uh, the Eucharist, uh, the Lord's Supper. But what do we do here? We give you just a little piece of bread. It's not enough to satisfy all of your hunger. There's still wanting more. We give you just a little bit of juice. It's not enough to slake your thirst. You're, you're still wanting more. Baptism, it's just a little bit of water. It's not enough to cleanse you. It leaves us hungering for more. We need that absence so that the Spirit of God can show up more fully. So I must leave so that the Spirit can come. It's what Jesus says. That's what I say. You, you know this from your Bible story. Moses. Remember Moses? He led the Hebrew children, what, 40 years across the wilderness, but they get right to the border of the promised land, and God says, that's far enough. Stay there on Mount Nebo. And Joshua takes over. Uh, you know this from the, the letter to Paul, uh, letter of Paul to the church at Corinth, where he says, uh, farewell, goodbye. And he released them. He took his leave because he knew it wasn't going to be the church of Paul. It was going to be the church of Jesus Christ empowered by the Spirit. We must be absent so that the Spirit can be more present. Friday was a really full day for me. In the morning, they had this uh, retirement service and was doing our, my leave-taking. But that evening, it was so wonderful. We have a slide of this. Pastor Lisa was ordained an elder in the United Methodist Church, and I got to be one of those who laid hands on her. Do you see the stack of hands, all those people around Pastor Lisa? Do you see the folks in the choir? And there's Nancy, who was our interim associate pastor there in the background, and, and so many others that are standing in prayer for Lisa. And in my leaving, I took great delight that Pastor Lisa was coming on and, and taking up the reins of, of ordination and, and serving as an elder in the United Methodist Church. That's the way it is. So I'm leaving to make room for Pastor Tracy Beadle to be your next senior pastor. I'm leaving to make room for the Holy Spirit to come in a fuller way. Some of you have been around this church a long time. You know it's going to be okay. You've seen this before. Pastors come, they stay a while, and then they leave. And guess what? There's another pastor that comes along. But always, always the Holy Spirit comes and fills our absence. I got to say goodbye in three minutes <laughs> in a video. Jonathan uh, helped me do this. And uh, 
I think it's pretty good, and it says a lot that I, I want to say to you in my leaving. So let's, let's enjoy this video. In the bulb there is a flower, in the seed an apple tree, in cocoons a hidden promise, butterflies will soon be free. In the cold and snow of winter there's a spring that waits to be unrevealed until its season something God alone can see. There's a song in every silence seeking word and melody. There's a dawn in every darkness bringing hope to you and me. From the past will come the future, what it holds a mystery, unrevealed until its season, something God alone can see. In our end is our beginning, in our time infinity, in our doubt there is believing in our life eternity, in our death a resurrection at the last of victory, unrevealed until its season, something God alone can see. This is a day of new beginnings, Time to remember and move on. Time to believe what love is bringing, laying to rest the pain that's gone. For by the life and death of Jesus, God's mighty Spirit now as then, can make for us a world of difference as faith and hope are born again. Then let us with a spirit's daring step from the past and leave behind our disappointment, guilt, and grieving seeking new paths and sure to find. Christ is alive and goes before us to show and share what love can do. This is a day of new beginnings. Our God is making all things new. And so this leads into an order of, of leave-taking. Uh, you'll have some responses on the screen here. I thank you, the members and friends of Westlake United Methodist Church, for the love and support you have shown me while I have ministered among you. I'm grateful for the ways my leadership has been accepted. I ask forgiveness for the mistakes I have made. As I leave, I carry with me all that I have learned here.
I accept your gratitude and forgiveness, and I forgive you, trusting that our time together and our parting are pleasing to God. I release you from turning to me and depending on me. I encourage your continuing ministry here and will pray for you and your new pastor, Tracy Beadle. And let us all pray together. Eternal God, whose steadfast love for us is from everlasting to everlasting, we give you thanks for cherished memories and commend one another into your care as we move in new directions. Keep us one in love forever. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And I've saved the passing of the peace till this moment. It said in the scripture passage, greet one another with a holy kiss. And I want to show you what that's like. Pastor Lisa, if you'd come join me. And no, I'm not going to do what you think. So (laughs) this is how people used to pass the peace. They would say, the peace of the Lord be with you. And also with you, Lynn. There you go. So you don't have to do anything. You could hug or whatever, shake hands, elbows, high fives, but... Would you share the peace of Christ now amongst yourselves?